Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. One night in Edmonton, we were out on the town. And there was a guy by the name of Bane Nori. How about that? Bane says, Did I ever tell you guys about the night I was out with the Rolling Stones? And I'm like, come on! What was Mick Jagger like? And he's like, well, no, no. Mick Jagger and Keith Richards weren't there. It was the rest of the band. And I hit the floor. You weren't with the Rolling Stones then, Bane. Keith Richards and Mick Jagger are the Rolling Stones. <laughs> exactly. Like This is the Rod Peterson Show. Are we the Rolling Stones of sports talk? (laughs) Hello. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. Broadcasting live for another day from beautiful Great Eagle Resort and Casino just outside Calgary on the Sutina Nation. RP here and the Moose over there. This is the warm-up, and I got to tell you, Moose... This is a bunch of chicken scratches. We're going to cover a lot of ground here in the warm-up, okay? We've switched environs from where we were yesterday. He was in the guitar room, the Gibson's guitar room. I was in the front foyer. We've moved into the event center right here where all the action goes down. And we got a lot to talk about with Grey Eagle, Calgary, great guests today. Stampeders Hall of Famer Nick Lewis will join us. Maybe one day Stampeders Hall of Famer Derek Dennis. But he's going to be with us as well. Nick Lewis in hour one, Derek Dennis in hour two. And we're going to get to our quick six show topics because I've got probably a good 10, 11, 12 topic to get to. Get it. Are you, no, don't, not just, <laughs> just wait. Because I know they're all watching in the back here at the events for Grey Eagle. And uh, here's the thing. Grey Eagle Resort I feel like there's a lot of people jealous of us and that's fine. I went out and had a hot tub this morning. Yeah. It was, it's minus 16 Celsius plus 5 Fahrenheit here in uh, Calgary, southern Alberta. It's exactly what I wanted. I jumped in the hot tub. My hair froze. It's, it's what you want. Right? Well, coming home to Boston is not really coming home to the Canadian winter. So you have to actually experience the negative. All of it. And I just want to say, you know, when I've been in Las Vegas and I've seen these shows, Britney Spears and uh, Shania Twain and shoot. Jason Alexander Seinfeld. I just think oh, it would be yeah. kind of cool to live in a live in a hotel. Yeah, top floor. Yeah, well, it's as good as it's seen. But the thing is, we're I'm different. Like I don't think Britney Spears is down playing blackjack, and I don't think she's sitting hot tub. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Right. Maybe I've never seen her. But here's the thing, Corey, who works in the entertainment district here, she uh, area, she's was one of the first hires of this place. She's a comedian, we find out. Right. She's a comedian. So you heard my, me, I stuck my head in her office last night, and I said, I hear you're a comedian. And away <laughs> it went. And she goes, I'm from Saskatchewan. I know your voice very well. I'm from Dodds Land. And it just triggered right. a wonderful decision. Dion, the security with the Iroquois cut, he was a cop for 17 years in Vancouver, came home to run security here. He's the supervisor. 
Do you know what I'm saying? I know, I know. Corey knows my ex-girlfriends. Like, there's a lot of the them. area. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. You know, and Iulia, the hostess at the buffet last night, who's from the Ukraine, and the nice lady that came up and she she was uh, attending the buffet. She just wanted to know where we were from and if we had any questions. And she said, "I'm here. I'm live just block away. I love buffet. It's the best in best in the province." And all of a sudden, she goes and wins six hundred and seventy-five dollars on the slots. And I think that. She got the RP bump. She got the RP bump. She did. She came back and showed us the ticket. Waved the ticket. <laughs> and she goes, you know, I'm going to give. She said this. She goes, I'm going to give this to you too. The $675. And she's like, sucker. I think what she meant was she's going to pass along the good luck. Now, we didn't even go and try the slots afterwards. Yeah. To see if it translated. But- uh, yeah. $675 she won. Oleg's watching in Winnipeg, and he says, they forgot the crowd in behind you, Rod. Hey, Oleg, it's 10 a.m. in Alberta. There's no crowd here. It's in the morning. But I apologize to the people that showed up yesterday to watch the show live. We never said that there's going to be a live studio audience. We're working to that. If you see, we went from the foyer to the event center, and at some point, I think we will have live people on the stage here. That's where we are. Just one day at a time, hey, we're getting there. And that's enough of stories. Can you hit the quick show horn, please? Uh, Gino DePauli is watching the voice of the Oilers. It just slipped off my screen. Gino says, uh, I went to an Offspring concert at the Grey Eagle. I felt like I was the youngest person there. Amazing concert. Well, that's the thing. That lady that won last night, she had to be in her 70s. Wouldn't you mm, say? Yeah. So when you come to the buffet, you get to feel young. That's oh. the added benefit we did feel young. we felt young been young ways to serious more serious matters uh here we go we've got breaking news darren brought my breaking news bell thank you moose from the sweatpants capital breaking news today the montreal Canadiens have named player agent kent hughes as the team's 18th general manager that came down today that Canadian said in the news release this morning the club has agreed to a five-year deal with a 51-year-old Montreal native, Hughes, who is bilingual, has been an agent and partner of Quebec-based firm Cortex Management since 2016. He represented in 20 players under NHL contracts. His past clients include Patrice Bergeron, Christopher Letang, Anthony Boubillier, and Darnell Nurse. So, I would like to hear from the Habs fans, how do you feel about an agent is the next general manager of the Montreal Canadiens? I was led to believe by my NHL people that Matthew Jarch, the assistant GM, director of hockey operations in uh, Tampa, was going to be the guy. Didn't happen, Moose. They went with an agent. Not bad thinking there. And I wouldn't, Jeff Moulton, the owner, would have had a major say in this. Oh, yeah. You know the thinking of the players because you've been an agent. It's not completely out of line. No, it's not. It's not at all. I like it. You know, Jeff Gordon has a good relationship with him, we're hearing. Um, He has a different skill set than Jeff Gordon. And if they're talking about having a two-man system running the operation, you want to have two people with with complementary skill sets. So that helps. Um, There's a lot of good things that are kind of going their way. And, you know, he came in the process late, you know, following the insiders in the story. It happened really late. You know, they wanted him before, but you know, he had a pretty lucrative thing going on with the agency. And so it's hard to change careers and give up a really good thing that's making you a lot of money. So uh, uh, I guess the contract uh, negotiations went well into the night and uh, they came to an agreement. Point one, Kent Hayes is the next general manager of the Montreal Canadiens. Moving on to point two, NHL 
one-timers from Monday night because there were a lot of games. Timu Myers set a San Jose Sharks franchise record with five goals Monday night. And the Sharks did a huge first period to beat the LA 6-2 in the Shark Tank. Meyer uh, scored a hattie before the first period was even up. He's a first-time NHL All-Star. Pavel Francu stopped 24 shots in relief of injured Darcy Kemper and three more in the shootout. And the Colorado Avalanche beat Minnesota 4-3 for their 14th straight home win. We could sit here for two hours and talk about what went down in that game. Dean Evason upset the head coach of the Wild. What a great job he's done, by the way, Dean Evason. Oh, yeah. But with a, the disallowed goal or the out goal, I guess, and he's asking the refs, who called this, you or the head office? And they're like, oh, the head office. I'm, of course, because nobody would take responsibility for they making the call. That's right. Oh, my God, the lack of integrity in sports it makes me puke. But Dean Evason's got a lot of integrity. And he's doing a wonderful job in Minnesota. He might be an early candidate for Jack Adams. He really might be. And I can't wait till the, uh, the league sends him that video he's requesting. <laughs> I cannot wait for their explanation of this. He did I, it very well, didn't he? He was so diplomatic. Loved Dean Evans. He That's how you can criticize without criticizing. He didn't you know, call anybody a name. He's like, well, the league said they've got video of it cro- coming across the line. I can't wait to see that video. It's a Ted Lasso sort of explanation, yes. right, from Dean Evason. Uh, Braden Shen and Ivan Barbashev each had two goals and two helpers as the St. Louis Blues came from behind to beat Nashville 5-3. So they retired Chris Pronger's number last night in St. Louis. And I was like, I don't even remember him being a blue. I don't think of Chris Pronger as a blue. Do you? I do. Who do you think of him as? Uh, An oiler? A duck? (laughs) A duck. I think maybe a Hartford whaler? But I also understand he was on the power play in the 90s with the Blues. Him and Al McGinnis on the point. And up front, it was <laughs> Gretzky, Adam Oates, and Brad Hall. How about that? There's a funny story about that. I just don't think of Chris Pronger as a blue. And all of a sudden, last night, they're retiring his jersey there. How about that? Jason Zucker scored twice in Pittsburgh, rallied from an early goal deficit to uh, three goal deficit to defeat the Las Vegas Golden Knights 5-3 in the fortress. Chandler Stevenson, Evgeny Dadanov, and Nick Roy scored for the Golden Knights, who were outshot for the first time in 24 games. Robin Leonard made 32 saves. I got a guy that keeps trolling me every time the Golden Knights lose, but he never writes me when they win. I'm like, bruh, I didn't lose any sleep, okay? I like them. I don't love them. Stop. Dylan Larkin scored the tying goal in regulation and notched the game winner 207 into overtime, giving Detroit a 3-2 win before a sparse crowd in Buffalo, a storm that dumped around two feet of snow in the region, limited attendance to around 1,000 at Key Bank Center. Uh, Glendale, Arizona, the place line. Nick Schmoltz and Johan Larson each had a goal and a helper, and Arizona stretched Montreal's losing streak to six games with a 5-2 win. Did you see my man crush, Mike Johnson, on SportsCenter talking about the Habs and the Coyotes, the two worst teams, and he's like, Arizona's planned to be this bad. Montreal was not. Did, I don't know if you saw that or yeah. not. I was like, so what? They're both terrible, and Arizona is in at least at least year eight of a rebuild, maybe nine. Well, I listened to Jay Unright do the highlights of that one <laughs> on a loop, and he kept saying, there's nobody at the game. It's 31 against 32. You see a few people in the front row, but that's it. There's nobody at the game. Let me say it again. The NH- Arizona has not failed the NHL. The NHL has failed Arizona. Put that on my tombstone. Too. All right. That's going to be a tombstone's going to be the size of Empire State Building. It's better be in the back row. <laughs> right with all the sayings. I want. He never said he was a journalist. 
Ryan Donato got the tying goal early in the third period. Eunice Donskoy scored in the shootout, and Seattle snapped its nine-game losing streak with a 3-2 win over Chicago. Say it again. Snapped a nine-game losing streak for the Seattle Kraken. Brock Nelson and Casey Zizika scored less than three minutes apart in the second period, and the New York Islanders handed Philadelphia their eighth straight loss, 4-1. So that's the NHL story. I do want to talk about the Flames Panthers tonight. I'll jump to it right now. That's the featured game. Moose and I will be there. Thank you, Flames. We've got our press box seats. I'm not sure if you follow any of what any of the Panthers' social media channels, Moose, but did you see that they were in the Rocky Mountains sled dog racing yesterday? Did no. you see any of that? Yes. The general manager, Bill Zito, you can follow him on Twitter. He had a photo of the whole team, and they were sled dog racing. And they thanked the sled dog racing company for having the Florida Panthers out there. And if you look at Aaron Eckblad's Instagram, he's doing snow angels, and he's got a fur hat on. And I thought, because I just came from where they are, where it's been in the high 20s Celsius, high 70s Fahrenheit forever. And to come here, they don't have parkas and fur hats. So I'm thinking, what a fun day it probably was for the Florida Panthers to head down to wherever you would go to buy your winter gear. Can you imagine? Because they don't have it. No, they right? wouldn't have it. So, for instance, I went to Walmart yesterday to buy a tie because I forgot my ties yeah. before I came. You see it tonight. $14.99 for a fire engine red. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing it to kiss the flames ass, nor the Panthers. It was the only tie they had that wasn't a... Uh, Zip up. Clip on. Clip on. It was the only one, a red one. Because I was thinking a nice blue. But if you had to do, if you were the Panthers, where would you go to get your winter gear? Uh, well, think of a sponsor. Think of a sponsor. No, there's oh, not right one now in that category. Have, yeah. Probably Mountain Equipment Co-op. Right. Or probably somewhere like that. You can Good even call. roll into Sport Check if you needed to. Or a, or a uh, Canada Goose. What's the one with the, uh, the goose? Yeah, it's Canada Goose. That's Canada Goose? Yeah. Colin O'Brien Manchop. Anyways, moving on, to, we're already into point three here. Monday night football was not much of a game. Matthew Stafford passed for 202 yards and two touchdowns in his first playoff victory, and the L.A. Rams beat the Arizona Cardinals 34-11 in the wild card round. The Rams will visit the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday for a spot in the NFC Championship. Odell Beckham Jr. Cooper Cup made touchdown catches for the UC West champion Rams. Coming up at some point, I don't think we'll have time for sure in this segment. I want to play deal or no deal with you, Moose, because BetRegal.net has their betting lines out already for the game. Obviously, they do for Sunday. I have them here, and I want to get your take all right. on whether you agree or not with them. But I have written in all caps under the Monday Night Football story, Mayock, because the Vegas Raiders fired their general manager, Mike Mayock, late yesterday. And all my take was, the first thing I thought was, but they made the playoffs. Then I realized they really wanted Mayock gone. If you fire your general manager and you made the playoffs, they really want him gone. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I don't know how much he was involved in bringing John Gruden to town. Gruden, he was, Gruden was there first, right? And then Mayock came second. They're buddies. He retained them. But they are buddies. So he came because of Gruden. Um... You look at some of the draft picks, you know, let's just start with Henry Ruggs. So, so those haven't worked out, personnel decisions. Um, so, yeah, obviously, they didn't want him around. And they want to completely wipe the slate clean from that whole John Gruden regime. Uh, yeah, the, the Davis family obviously wanted him. Yeah. I'm looking over at Moose because he's like 30 feet from me on the stage here at Gray Eagle Resorting Casino. 
Uh, BW watching on YouTube says sun ice jackets. Ooh. Are you enough trim sun ice? Well, the Apparently they still, sun ice is still a company. Still around. But in the 80s, if you weren't wearing sun ice, you were a loser. And I remember coming here for the Olympics. Yeah. Sun ice made the uh, team apparel. Okay. For, for sure, Team Canada, I think every Olympic athlete in 1988 was wearing sun ice. And again, if you weren't wearing sun ice, man, you shouldn't leave the house. Um, I see Pinks is uh, watching our P1s. He's responsible for our poll question today. I'm just calling it up here right now. Which This was his idea. Which playoffs are better, the NHL or the NFL? And the poll question is for Capital Automobile Universal Collision Center. It was an easy one for me. The Stanley Cup playoffs are better than the NFL playoffs. Just because. I mean, I'm a hockey guy, A. B, they last longer. They go every night. What more needs to be said? It's the National Hockey League playoff better than the NFL. Change my mind. Guess it for you. Yeah. I, are you thinking about it? You're still thinking. I think it. the I, I, the NHL playoffs for me, I think the NFL playoffs are better the further along they get. I think the NHL opening round is so great. I think for football, wild card weekend is okay. I mean, there's a lot of games, but it's not the same as the NHL opening round. The opening round of the National Hockey League, it can only rival that opening weekend or two of March Madness in terms of excitement and attention and all the action. The NFL gets good when you get into the, con you know, into the, uh, the conference championships, into the Super Bowl, and we know the Stanley Cup is great. So I would think early on, for sure, it's a slam dunk in it, yeah. Uh, there you go. Jeff the Stamps fan chimes in. Sun Ice made Team Canada and all volunteer and officials gear for 1988. I was here, and I remember looking at that stuff going, that is the nicest gear around. And the Stute watching the resident Montreal Canadiens fan says, Good morning, Rod. Just wanted to say congrats to Kent Hughes, the new general manager of the Les Canadiens de Montreal. And uh, viewer Mark Zosel says, Manning cast was so good last night. We're going to pause. We're like literally in the middle of the quick six show topics and the warm up here. I've got a lot of CFL notes to get to. The Raptors, the Regina Pats waving the white flag on their season. Deal or no deal, as I said, Moose. You don't even know the betting lines are right now. I do. You do. Perk, even better. I, haven't looked. I like springing it on you when you're not paired. So we'll be right back. We're broadcasting live from the Event Center at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Sutina Nation, just outside Calgary. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Broadcast live from Eagle Resort Casino. We are on the air. Today, specifically, the Moose and I coming to you from the event center. And I'll tell you what, this is Calgary's entertainment destination. And I feel very at home in this whole facility, but specifically this room, Moose. It's great. On the way, former and current Calgary Stampeders greats Nick Lewis and Derek Dennis. But if you're just joining us on Game Plus Television or YouTube Live, you're coming in at a good time. We're very excited about Flames and the Panthers to the Saddle Dome. Right now, we're going to talk a lot of football in this segment, and we're going to 
drop anchor for a second on the CFL. Here's the news that came out on Monday. Dexter McCoyle Sr. is calling it a career. The Toronto Argonauts veteran linebacker announced his retirement Monday via Twitter. The six foot four, two 220-pound McCoyle spent time in the CFL with Edmonton, Calgary, and Toronto. Also spent a lot of time in the NFL. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders have signed Canadian wide receiver Justin McInnes to a contract extension. He was the first round pick in the 2019 draft. He played in six games this past season. The Calgary Stampeders signed defensive tackles Mike Rose and Derek Wiggins to two-year contract extensions on Monday. Rose, an American, and Wiggins, a Canadian, were both slated to become CFL free agents next month. Stampeders GM John Huffmego ahead. Huffnagel commended both men on committing to the Stampeders. And the Toronto Argonauts re-signed national kicker-slash-punter Boris Beatty and American receiver Daniels on day. Beatty, a 32-year-old native of France, made 28 of 33 field goal attempts this year with the Toronto Argonauts. My only other take on the CFL before we move back on to what I see people want to talk about, and that is Monday Night Football. All the arguing and bickering that I'm seeing on Twitter right now about the CFL is highly distasteful. And it's like, it's nonstop, Moose. Have you noticed? Morning, noon, and night. Yeah. Bickering over lack of marketing, bickering over players not doing interviews, bickering over we need to do this, bickering over we don't make enough money, bickering over them. I'm holy. This, what? It's not positive. No, it's not. I'll tell you that. It's not. And. I don't really know what to make out of it. Of it, It's tough because everybody's got a different opinion on why they're doing this and why they're doing that and what they're doing and what they're not doing. And, you know, I don't know where the answer is. I've got a couple ideas where the answer might be, but it probably starts at the top, right? That, that'd be my guess is it starts at the top. You know, typically when you don't have a concise direction, that's when everybody underneath starts thinking, well, if nobody else is deciding where to go, well, I got an idea, and 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 that's when all the bickering starts, right? But it's a tough spot, right? Tough spot where the CFL's in. I just look at it, and I'm like, whoa. Stam's greats, though. Nick Lewis and Derek Dennis coming up on today's show. Um, oh, here come the comments. I'm trying to keep up. Randy watching in Cochrane, Alberta, says congratulations to the Australians for not allowing Novak Djokovic to play, let alone stay in their country. The A.O. would have been a Djokovic if he was allowed. Comment of the week. Hey, 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 hey. I think we got a way to go, Randy. Uh, It would have been a Djokovic if he was allowed to stay. The viewers asked yesterday for your take on the tennis. Clearly, I'm not a tennis guy. Never will be a tennis guy. I see now that Djokovic may not get into the French Open or France Open because they're not allowing unvaccinated athletes in. I'm, pardon me for saying, I don't see how any of this is news. You need to be vaccinated to get into the country. He's not vaccinated. He doesn't get to play. Not news. Why the big, yeah. Right? Why, why the furor? You know, and that's the price you pay when you decide to either get vaccinated or not get yes. vaccinated. What you're allowed to do. Um, the only thing I would say is, don't be happy that he did it in or got in or not. Because it doesn't really affect you. If he plays... You know, the fact that that would make you so angry that he gets to play, you know, the decision is out of your control and it doesn't really affect us. So, I mean, whether he plays or doesn't, doesn't really affect me or matter to me. But, you know, if that's that's the consequences for the decision you make. So I'm cool with it. And on the tennis side, just to quickly, yeah. um, 
Denis Shapovalov won in his th- in 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 uh, four sets yesterday or two days ago. Yesterday was uh, Felix who won in a set. He had to fight, but our uh, girl Layla Annie Fernandez, who made the uh, final at the U.S. Open, she's out in the first round. Felix the Cat. Yeah. Maybe we won't get to all of the topics you'd like to speak about. So get them if you're watching on YouTube. Fire them our way. We'll try to get to as many as we can. For instance, Poncho's watching on YouTube. He says, it's time for a major shakeup in Edmonton before it becomes another miss the playoffs year. Well, for one, don't say another miss the playoffs year for the Edmonton Oilers. They've made the last couple of years. That's what the general manager, Ken Holland, said. He said, nobody's going to be fired here. And they met with the owner yesterday, and damn it, he's real angry. Ooh. We didn't know that. Right. We needed the insiders to say that Daryl Cates is pissed off that the orders are terrible right now in a joke. Yeah. What are they going to do about it? They're not firing anybody. Right. I just sashayed off to Oilers Road there. We could spend a lot of time on that, too. The Winnipeg Jets are playing tonight. They're yeah. in Washington. And Wheeler sit on Monday for the first time since December the 10th. So maybe he'll be the magic tonic for the Winnipeg Jets. I'm not sure. There's a lot of things running in and out of my mind right now. Um, Raptors for the fans of them are we paying attention Fred Van Vliet didn't connect on his three pointer as time expired and the Raptors fell to the Miami Heat 104-99 in South Florida Jimmy Butler got a triple double in the game's final minute collecting his 10th rebound on Fred Miss before we jump into deal or no deal I'm just checking these comments here Um, John Ohm Ohm See, Moose brought the gong, too. I got you. He's, he's got a lot of comments here. He says, last night's football game. <laughs> Snorefest. That was from John Ohm. I'm, full disclosure, I was asleep early into the third quarter. It was, I knew it was over. In the pick six, the way which Connor Murray threw from the end zone, just pick six in NFL history. That's the one thing I thought. This is why we watch the games, because you never know what's going to happen. Right? Yeah. And last night was the first time in NFL history a pick six was brought back three yards. And uh, it was unfortunate, but it was a boring game. Yeah, you know, it was. Um, The Cardinals really missed DeAndre Hopkins. When he's not in the lineup, that's Kyler Murray's security blanket and the big play threat. They really, really missed him. There was chances. I mean, that drop, when they were down 40 nothing, the game wasn't over. They were playing poorly. But that pick six sealed it. When it was 21 nothing, that's when I you know, drifted off. Not to sleep, but my mind drifted off into other things. And I had it on and I'm watching. But it was over at that point. That really sealed it. Um, you really saw what, um, what the Rams are capable of. Cooper Cup didn't play well. I mean, not that he didn't play well. He wasn't really involved. Um, OBJ was and played great. You know, they got Cam Akers back in the lineup. And he was fantastic with Sony Michelle. Like, they got a, a bonafide run game. And then Von Miller and, and Aaron Donald. I mean, the Rams last night showed that they are legitimate Super Bowl contenders. I was on the fence about them, but that game last night was a bit of a statement. I see a lot of people complaining about blowouts on Wild Card Weekend. Anything else we can get you? <laughs> you know what I mean? We want great matchups and we want close games. And if we don't get that, we're, we're going to bitch about it. Maybe just enjoy the football. Stop the bitching one. <laughs> Jeff, the Stams fan, said last night it was over at kickoff. Cards were never really in it. 
I saw my man Arash Madani saying that the Rams will win the NFC. I'll tell you what, the way they're playing, they might. That was their best game last night. Yeah, it was. Vaughn Miller was involved. Aaron Donald was involved. Jalen Ramsey was involved. Everybody was involved. When you don't need to involve Cooper Cup to the degree that you're used to, what does that say? Yeah. And Matthew Stafford looked very good. They probably are the best team in NFC. Maybe, uh, hey, wouldn't that be something when we go to Super Bowl and the Rams are in it? I know. Although I'd still rather see Tom Brady. I really would. Yeah. Okay, enough Mickey Mouse and around. It's time for Deal or No Deal NFL Edition, brought to you by our friends at BetRegal.net, our exclusive betting partner. Are you ready, Moose? I'm ready. Here are the games this upcoming weekend divisional matchup Saturday. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Tennessee Titans. BetRegal.net has the Titans favored by 3.5 points. Deal or no deal? Deal. I'm taking the deal. They're going to control the ball. They're going to control the time of possession. And, yeah, I'll take the deal. Saturday night, it's the San Francisco 49ers at the Green Bay Packers in an NFC divisional matchup. The Packers are favored by six at Frozen Lambeau. Deal or no deal? No deal. Too many points at home. You give me, yeah, San Francisco on the road. I think that's where the smart money is. Sunday, a doubleheader in the National Football League. It is the Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Buccaneers. 1 p.m. Mountain at Raymond James Stadium. The Bucks favored by three. Deal or no deal? A field goal is kind of that magic number. At three, I'll take the Bucks. If that line stretches to three and a half or four, I'm going to take the, the Rams. And then... They say this will be the closest game based on odds. Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs, a classic AFC showdown. Chiefs favored by two at Arrowhead. Deal or no deal? Um, I'm going to take the deal. I don't know if that's a smart play, but I'm going to take the deal. I'm going to take Chiefs. Make your bets at betregal.net. And you can also play for free. Just click on play free sportsbook, which is what I do. Bet Regal brings you Deal or No Deal, our exclusive betting partner. By the way, we are early on into Taco Time viewer takeover. Every Tuesday is Taco Tuesday for only $2. Do you order hard or soft shell tacos, beef or veggie? You've got a little time to decide before you head to Taco Time for Taco Tuesday. We'll see you back here in hour two. Sounds good. Okay, just before we break and uh, bring in Nick Lewis. Again, news this morning from the National Hockey League. Kent Hughes is the new general manager of the Montreal Canadiens. The team says Hughes agreed to a five-year contract. He's a longtime player agent. It is a busy night for Canada's NHL teams with two in action at home, three on the road. The Sins will play their first home game in over five weeks against Buffalo. The Flames here in Calgary welcome the Florida Panthers. That's our featured game. Elsewhere, Vancouver visits Nashville. Montreal's at Dallas, and the Jets visit Washington. The Premier Hockey Federation is more than doubling each team's salary cap to $750,000 and adding expansion franchises in Montreal and an undisclosed U.S. city next season. The league hopes to capitalize on the wave of attention that women's hockey usually enjoys following the Winter Games. The league had already doubled its salary cap from $150,000 a year ago. This sports update for Baller Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tab Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Nick Lewis in next. CFL Hall of Famer, Calgary Stampeders Great. You're watching the RP Show live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
you gotta subscribe to the subscribe button for our content you may have missed. Beautiful day in Calgary, game day, the Flames home to the Florida Panthers. Tonight, one of eight games on the NHL schedule. Going to talk a little uh, football now because it is one of the most exciting times of the year on the gridiron. CFL season behind us, but the NFL getting down to the nitty grit. And we're going to welcome in Canadian football Hall of Famer Nick Lewis, Calgary Stampeders. Great. I feel uh, this is odd, Nick. It's like we're in each other's towns. You know what I mean? I'm here. This is your town. 100%. Right? 100%. And, and I think the weather's better there. It generally is, as you know, but it's uh, colder than we'd like here today, but not as cold as where you are. Hey, listen, before we talk about some CFL-related off-season topics, your take coming out of Wild Card Weekend in the NFL, there's some complaints that the games weren't as close as people would have liked. How did you feel about the football and the results this weekend in the National Football League? Well, some teams just trend upwards at the end of the season. <clears throat> You've seen that with uh, San Francisco, right? Uh, winning a lot of games down the stretch to get into the playoffs. Uh, Miami was another team that won, I think, seven of eight games at the end of the season to get into the playoffs. So they didn't make the playoffs. But um, when you see teams, you know, just hit their stride at the right moment, it just does something different. DeAndre Hopkins going down for the Cardinals was a big blow for them. And if you notice, they didn't really have any uh, power out there. A.J. Green's the type of receiver uh, to be your number one. And and that was the, the cause for them not having an offensive outburst as they normally would as well. Seeing Jesse Palmer, former CFLer, I think he was for a brief time in the CFL. For sure he was in the NFL, Ottawa guy. Jesse Palmer saying on SportsCenter that the Cowboys, yours and Mike Cowboys, should get rid of Mike McCarthy and install Kellen Moore as the next head coach, the offensive coordinator. How do you feel about that move? And do you think McCarthy survives this? Um, you know, I seen Stephen Jones this morning said something about keeping um, uh, McCarthy around. Me personally, I would move on from McCarthy. I think that it's time for a change. Uh, we've seen way too many uh, time management issues in games. That's a little bit on McCarthy, but that's a little bit on Kellen Moore as well, who's the offensive coordinator in. Um, I think Kellen Moore's offense is, is pretty good in the first four to five weeks of the season. You notice Dallas puts up a, big, uh, a bunch of numbers early in the year. Uh, but once, once everybody sees what their new wrinkles are, their offense kind of phases out. And they play in the worst division in football. And that allows them six games to put up godly numbers. And then when you match the games where they're playing playoff teams, they're not putting up great numbers. They're not scoring touchdowns. And those things are a big concern for me. So. I mean, I actually would like um, them to go out and get Flores to come in and, you know, revamp the, what he had with Miami is nowhere near the talent they have with Dallas, right? So to understand what he did there, uh, I would really love to move and, and bring in a staff that can really do some things. And, and you see what Shanahan does. It's like movement, right? They're moving linemen. They're moving people. Well, the Cowboys don't do anything. They run downhill. There's no motion in their run game. Um, it's just straight downhill running. Uh, if you get blocks, you get blocks. If not, uh, good luck. And we know Dak struggles when you can't run the football. And that's what happened. Here's my way 
to the CFL. See if a lot of our viewers are commenting saying the CFL should do what the NFL did for that Dallas-San Francisco game with the Nickelodeon broadcast. Did you watch any of that with the green slime and the, what should I say, diverse broadcast crew? They had like an eight-year-old kid on the sidelines as the reporter. Or were you watching the standard Tony Romo, Jim Nance broadcast? And I think you know what the Nickelodeon broadcast is. I think what the viewers are saying, the CFL should do something like that to engage children. How do you feel about that suggestion? So that's a great idea. It does, it brings kids into what you're doing. When they see the slime going up, uh, when they see different animations on the screen, because we can do that now, it does really help engage a younger audience to get them involved in football at an early age. So the NFL does a great job with that. I definitely think the CFL could do better and, and be able to do something like that. You know, um, I kind of pitched an idea two years ago to what uh, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning do on Monday nights. And, um, you know, I guess it was on the right direction because it's proof that it works. And they have some great guests on every week. So I watch that sometimes on Monday Night Football um, over watching the regular game. Yeah, you uh, you were ahead of your time. As a matter of fact, Mike Abu Meshrick suggested the same thing. And I said, nobody wants to see what you think, Abu. I guess I was wrong. I just thought I could watch a game with him and his buddies anytime. But no, it, what, did you watch it last night, by the way, then the Monday Night Football Manning? I did not. Sometimes I watch it, sometimes I don't. I guess they had the Raw on there. Uh, and Larry Fitzgerald, too, right? What, what was it like last night? I didn't watch last night. Um, I watched the regular class last night, just uh, checking it out. I, I was kind of working on the computer at the same time, so I uh, really wasn't focused much on it. And, you know, it was a... It just wasn't a very well-played game by Arizona, right? So uh, there's yeah. a lot of mismatches in, in week one, like you said, starting this out. Um, a lot of mismatches, yeah, but well, looks good. Hey, next week, the weekend should be a great weekend. You got the Chiefs and the, uh, and the Bills playing each other. Um, you know, you, you have a, another 49ers versus the Packers. Um, man, there's so many good games next weekend. It's going to be really good to watch. Yes, some wonderful rivalry matchups. To that CFL thing, as we are just over a month past the season, what's the number one story that you're seeing following in the Canadian Football League right now? I love, always love having Jones in the league. I think it just helps promote the league. Um, you know, seeing the moves that he's making, uh, you know, pulling off the trade, getting Tony Washington back to the Edmonton Elks. And it's, it's really cool. And, and you see, it brings in Martise Jackson. Uh, Martin's name hadn't been called out very much in the last couple of years, but we all know how explosive he is when he's healthy and uh, as a returner. So it's really interesting to see them going out. I mean, bringing the old crew back together with Jarius and, and McAdoo, Marcus Howe. I, I think those that crew is tied at the hip, but uh, bringing that crew back together, seeing what they can put together and, and make another run at it. That was the last time they, they've all won a championship together. So. Uh, being rejuvenated jones wants to be in one place a little bit longer now so it's going to be really interesting to see what he does so i'm just i'm just happy that uh there is some cfl news i wish there was just more cfl news uh throughout the offseason if you believe jones and by the way i'm saying he's lying just listen well no chris and if another opportunity comes out i'd love to know what ironclad contract they have in edmonton to keep jones there if he ever wanted to leave or if the nfl Came calling it again. Listen, I don't think he sees the end of his contract there. I think it was a four or five year deal. Do you? Do you, how long do you think he stays in Edmonton? 
Well, I think the reason he went to the NFL the first time was to have a shot at going to the NFL and trying to make that run at, at being a head coach in the NFL. So I, that was the, the first time. And usually when we have the ability to go and do something, it changes our mindset. We've done it now. Um, we can be okay to never do it again if, that, if it never presents itself. But I, I believe that Jones would need a great opportunity to go back to the NFL. Um, never say never, but I think it would have to be a, a better opportunity than it was the first time. Uh, but I don't think anybody else in the CFL is really going to uh, pique his interest of leaving Edmonton to go there um, because, like the pickle, then um, he needs to be everything in that organization anyway. So um, he got everything that he wanted. Uh, you know, not just being the head coach and the defense coordinator, but being the GM and, and all those other titles that that Jones can carry as well. So I think he's happy with that. Last one. We're in Calgary. Bo's dodging me. They tell me that he's in Texas till March, but that's fine. What do you see ahead for the Stamps, Nick? Uh, Nick, they haven't hosted a playoff game in a few years now, or at least they didn't last year. They were on the road to Saskatchewan. Do we see the Calgary Stampeders getting back on top of the CFL West anytime soon? I always think the Stamps are going to be on top, right? I mean, if you, if you look at their track record, you look at what Dave does, uh, how they construct their offense, how they're next man up. Uh, but you also look at the circumstances going into this past season. I think a lot of the players wasn't 100% sure if they were going to play or not. And I just think the preparation wasn't fully there, and they got better as they progressed. So I, I always believe in what Bo Levi can do on the football field. Uh, I believe in what the, the strategy that the offense can put together. And, and defensively, man, it's going to be tough. They just lost Corey Mace another top guy in that in that organization. So it'll be interesting to see who they replace him with and, and how they keep moving. And I just want to say shout out to John Bowman and uh, his first coaching opportunity in BC Lions. I mean, that's awesome. Absolutely. Nick, great ball discussion. Thanks for this, my man. Appreciate the time. Thank you. See you soon. Hall of Famer Nick Lewis joining us here as we broadcast live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Taco time. Viewer takeover comes your way next. You're watching the RP show on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. We are broadcasting live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. Lots of time here for this Taco Time viewer takeover, and we're going to have some fun. The Moose will rejoin us here in the event center coming up in hour two, and we'll also be joined by the newest Calgary Stampeder, the Bone Crusher, Derek Dennis. So we've got some fun comments which have come in very big night here tonight the calgary flames home to the florida panthers the team which i've been following and watching live for the last two months will now play on the road against this daryl sutter led bruising flames team which got spanked in florida six to two about 10 days ago so very much looking forward to this hockey game here tonight and i knew the second it came out of my mouth i wanted to take it back when i said will the calgary stampeders be restored to prominence and host a playoff game for the first time i'm like oh yeah, I know 2019 was the last time. Technically, it had been a couple of years, but they missed a season there. And 
in 2020 than play. Just stand fan, of course. Watching, and he writes in, he says, Calgary's hosted playoff games every year since 1989, except 2002, 2003, 2004, 2007, 2011, and 2021. Um, that's like me saying, I could be an underwear model, except my hairy back, my lack of a six-pack, uh, my love handles. Uh, what else do we have here? On text line 902-518-33. Calgary's Craig Drebit is watching. He says, always a great interview with Nick. Anything the CFL can do that focuses on its young talent, personalities, and playmaking should be front and center. And then CFL fan needs to buy into it, even if it's different from what they're used to. I don't, I don't, I don't think the CFL's problems are that insurmountable, but I don't know. We're sure hearing a lot about it, aren't we? Last minute, last minute of play, hour one. Ray watching on Game Plus television in the six. He says, hey, Rod, what a nice time for the Rams to hit on all cylinders. Cam Akers looked real good for a guy who was supposed to be done for the season. I hope Buda Baker is okay. He got hit in the helmet awkwardly. Looking forward to the divisional games this week. We'll talk more about that next hour. I was playing deal or no deal with the Moose earlier on. The bet betting lines are already out from everywhere, but it, including our betting partner, BetRegal.net. Going to be some great games. And we'll get to more of your comments when we come back, okay? It's a fun day live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. We'll see you after this break. Hour two ahead coming up on Game Plus. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.